Welcome, Orphans, to the podcast hosted by people with dead parents. Our parents are dead, so yours don't have to be. I'm Sydney. And I'm Brandon, and we are the Parish Parent Posse. High five for existing! Hey, everyone. Hey. Uh, welcome back to the Parish Parent Posse. Um, so, me and Sydney went shopping today. I had to get yeah, um, some did. accessories and stuff. And she kind of bawled out at the store. <laughs> 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 she was like, oh, bit. yeah, I'll go to Claire's with you. And then... She she said, I don't care if I don't have a job. I'm buying some stuff. All right, calm down. But it's so crazy, like, going to the store now. Because, like, I shop on Amazon because I'm a bad human for everything. And going to see, like, what is popular fashion now, it's, like, hella 90s. Yeah. And I could never... I, what was I wearing in the nineties? Uh, Onesies, jeans. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Random polos. You know what I was wearing? South Pole polos from Alameda Mall because that's what my mom was buying me. I was wearing um, diapers. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> um. So my mom, she grew up in Houston, right? And um, Alameda Mall is the um South Side mall not quite the like it's like a city mall so it's like you've got more urban brands um well my mom being an old white lady didn't know that so i was wearing like urban streetwear to school sometimes mixed in with walmart clothes that is so silly it's very silly um, I all my white classmates definitely did not wear the same brands that i did no. That's really funny. I went through like a little Nike phase for like a long time. I just Period. hated. I I when I was like little little, I oh. just wouldn't wear clothes. Yeah, like like little it was like sixteen. Like, period. Um, nope. Like young, I would just like. I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like clothes. I don't know. I didn't want to wear them. Maybe I didn't like how they felt. I don't really know. I think every little kid goes through a naked phase. Yeah. I Until was just like, the world tells you you can't do that. Yeah, pretty much. Did you see um, that that um, if you're from the House, what are you? A representative? Uh, you're not a senator, are you? You're in the House. You're not a senator. That would be in the Rep- Senate. Representative, yeah. It's a representative. So uh, the Texas House of Representatives, Brian Slanton from District 2. Um, he just proposed that drag shows become illegal in places where someone under 18 could see them. What? Yeah. Because it's really unsafe considering not that long ago, a bunch of kids at an elementary school were shot and killed. But listen, if a man in a dress comes out and starts dancing to Lady Gaga, it's an issue. I hate everything. It's crazy. Um, Alyssa Edwards, uh, do you watch Drag Race? Kind of, right? 
I've like I don't really watch. I've seen I see stuff like on social media and like I watch like mm. clips of things, but I, I don't really like watch watch. This is Pride Month and you are a bad ally. Oh my god. I am not. So Alyssa Edwards, she's from Mesquite, which is near Dallas. Um mm-hmm. she tweeted about it. Um she talked about um it says my thoughts are God is a god of love. Parents are a child's first and most important teacher role model. Drag is an art form, which is subjective. And you have, she's talking to Brian Slanton. You, sir, have tweeted more about drag than the loss at Uvalde. Is this truly about children or politics? I was like, damn, bitch. Fuck it up. Bingo. Like, why is that? Why is that what you're worried about? Literally. Like, and like, why is, and why is that? What? Why is that your decision to make? If it's, if it's a minor, let their parents decide whether or not they are allowed to go to that event if it's appropriate for them. Like what, Well, you know, the state of Texas loves to get involved in like what parents can and can't do like, <laughs> but only Christ. when it's benefits one side versus the other. Yeah. Yep. Bingo. Um, since we're talking about beautiful women and we're talking about, uh, Texas baddies. I would like to introduce our guest this week. Um, our guest is Cheyenne. Cheyenne is one of my very good friends. Um, she's from Houston. She's a baddie. She's a spicy Pisces. She played volleyball with me here in Houston, and she's up there in Gotham, just living her best little life, smacking the little ball. So, welcome Cheyenne to the pod. Hi, hi, hi! Thank you for having me. Yeah, oh my God, what an introduction! Yeah, that was a good one. Right? I adore you, Cheyenne. You're like everything I aspire to be one day. I love you. You're phenomenal. Your like evolution as a New Yorker is amazing to me, and I wish I could go through such a an evolution. You can and you will if you want to. I'm I don't... I'm already a suburban gay. Like <laughs> I my everything's gone downhill already. I don't think I can come back up. I don't think I've ever heard Brandon be so like like nice to someone. Oh no, <laughs> Cheyenne deserves it all. <laughs> like in like love someone so much. Oh my god, really? I was just so special. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Cheyenne? Um uh, where did I begin? Um a couple of decades ago, I came to this world in Mexico. And then I went to, the, to Houston, which is where we met, playing volleyball, gay volleyball specifically. And I went to University of Houston. I majored there in biotechnology. And I am now living in the city of my dreams, which has always been New York City. Um, and I think that's just pretty like a little preview, you know, like I think that's how much I can say. So how was your transition going from Houston to an even bigger city in New York? So I visited New York maybe like four years before I actually moved. I think it was when I actually started to pursue my bachelor's at U of age. And that was my first exposure to the city, right? And it was just phenomenal to me. It was, uh, I felt at home. And I think there's for many reasons, right? I think one of them is you are here and you feel sort of how gay-centric it is. I think I've always described it as like the gay mecca of the United States, even though I think San Francisco is another like mm-hmm. obvious choice. Um, 
And also public transport. I hate, hate driving. And <laughs> you can't survive in Houston without driving. I Absolutely hate, it, not. hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, and it's, I, I hated it. And the subway here, I mean, it's so convenient. You just hop on and you're somewhere else. You don't have to worry about driving. You do have to worry about interesting people in the subway and just everywhere in the city. But I feel like that's a price that I'm willing to pay and sacrifice over having to drive. So I think those two things make me feel really welcomed. And I just welcome but embrace to really explore other parts of me, you know? Definitely. And ever since then, I was like, okay, like, how did I get here once I graduated from the University of Houston? And that was kind of like my plan all along. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it's so crazy because you came from a smaller town. You transitioned mm-hmm. into Houston and then yeah. you go to even a bigger place. Because I remember growing up in Friendswood being like, I'm the only gay person. Not really. I knew a couple other gay people, but like your gay world is so small. And you go mm-hmm. to these other cities that are like super gay and you're like, oh my gosh, this is what it's like. Exactly. I even think like even y'all's gay volleyball league, one million times larger than the one in Houston. <laughs> and y'all seem to be doing all this crazy stuff. It's so big. It's insane. And then y'all play in these beautiful gyms up like in a high rise. And I'm like, where we're playing at the zone. No, it's actually they're middle schools. They're like middle schools that are like a force high. But they and look beautiful. Oh my they God. are cute. They are cute. I guess you, I guess you kind of have to go up. I guess you don't have much yeah. like, out space. Yeah, exactly. We, we don't. Um, mm. And I think actually the school, I think sets it out like first floor, first grade, second floor, second grade or something along those oh, lines. Oh, okay. I think. Don't quote me on this. So fact check me. Um, yeah. That would yeah, make sense. I think, yeah, I think it's interesting. So it's pretty cute to do that. I, I mean, I'm in all of the city, honestly. Anywhere I go, I'm just like, wow. Like, this is crazy. And I'm sure the Mexican food is so good being so close to Mexico up there. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> in what? another universe, maybe, but no, it's actually <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it's actually not good. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's like so bad. Think of like Hispanic people in New York, you think more of like Puerto Rican. Yeah. You don't necessarily Puerto think Rican of race. like Mexican. Have yeah. you like met? a community of Mexican people in New York or is that kind of not a thing? No, I actually have met, uh, I wouldn't say, no, no, there is a community. I have met friends and made friends that are Mexican as well. Um, but I do think it's more heavily influenced, like you've mentioned from like Caribbean, Hispanics, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans. Um, so there is a community. I just think it's obviously smaller than it is in Houston, which is so close to the South. Yeah. And Houston obviously is more like Mexico and Central America, like El Salvador. So mm-hmm. I think that's a, a stark difference for sure. Um, um, go ahead, Sid. I'm sorry. I have, I have a question. Yes. Did, were you, okay. <laughs> Do you have any like, good food recommendations for Houston? Like, have you, do you have any like spots for like Mexican food that you're like, this is it? So one of like my favorite brunch places in Houston is Cuchara, okay. which is in Montreux. 
Ooh, and okay. it's like i think it's mexico city authentic it's so good i would recommend the chilaquiles the torta ahogada mm. is also so good oh my god so that's like one of my favorite brunch places ever and i mean there's also a lot of like other places in the southeast area yeah. but that's a little i wouldn't recommend for you to go there alone mm. um so yes Try La Cuchara, Cuchara, in Montrose. I think it's in, it's in Montrose. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in Montrose. It's down by, like, Bohem and stuff. Yes. Mm. Right by there. Um, is there anything that you, like, miss about Houston? You'd be like, man, if I could bring this to New York, it would make it perfect. Mexican food, a good Mexican food, and <laughs> raisin canes. What? Raisin, raisin canes? canes? Is that what you said? Yeah. Raisin oh, canes. Lord. I really miss raisin canes. That's so funny. What a, <laughs> what a very specific thing. That is really specific. One of my friends visited me maybe like a couple of weeks ago and I was like, bitch, you better bring me some. And they actually snuck <laughs> it in and I was in heaven. I, I thought you'd talk about like Mexican culture. I love food. <laughs> I don't know. No, just Raising Cane's. I love Raising that. Cane's like, and Mexican food. Mm. Uh, um, but I mean, I think the culture is just so different, and I think if I wanted something more similar to Houston, I could have gone down the route of LA, um, which I've been to LA, and it reminds me a lot of Houston in terms of culture and you know accessibility with driving and all of that. And it's bigger than Houston, right? But I didn't necessarily want something similar to Houston, so I guess that's why I don't necessarily miss a lot of components that are so Houston, you know? Yeah. So you yeah. wanted to sort of step away from that and explore something different. So I'm very happy with this sort of I do miss just like the cleanliness. I think Houston is very clean. New York is pretty dirty. So that I mean but you know like it's little things. Overall like the culture I I wanted something different. Yeah. It's weird to think of like Houston being clean compared to somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Right? No. But like, I, I, I do get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, New Orleans yeah. is bad. New Orleans is. It actually reminds me of New Orleans. Uh, just sometimes when you walk down the street and there's trash yeah. everywhere. And the smell also sometimes, it's, it's very strong. Yeah. But the most magical cities are the dirtiest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, my last question before we kind of get into it. How was cost of living? Because I have a friend, we're actually going to interview him pretty soon, that also lives in New York. Yeah. And he's acting like he ain't got any money. Oh, bitch. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah. It's expensive. Uh, I was actually considering going back to Houston um, and just sort of like re-strategizing my approach to New York. And also, mm-hmm. of course, like stay up and like get my shit together a little bit better. Um, for that reason alone. And that I'm not doing so just for other reasons but mm-hmm. it's definitely not an easy city to live in regards to finances because everything is so expensive uh rent is terrible one of the i mean they raised my rent by like 700 dollars a month so 700 yes yes that's so obviously, wild i was like i'm not doing that and i just moved from manhattan to brooklyn so that's like more manageable and a little more space and a little more diverse as well. So, so I know it's the it's insane. Like it's super expensive. The food is super expensive. Cost of living is expensive, just overall. But 
you have to make the space you're living in oh fuck honestly i don't know anything about measurements I don't know. Like, I really want to know how to describe don't do math. It. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, I don't understand measurements. Yeah, like, like I don't but know. I would I imagine grew. smaller than like a Houston apartment. Oh, for sure. Um, so the studio I had in Chelsea, I, it was a studio, and it was like you walk in, you have like the living space, the kitchen space, the bedroom space, <laughs> all within one space. So that's not that's not Houston. You have so much space. You have like space, like you get space, you get space, everyone gets space, not yeah. here. And Cheyenne's a big bitch. Cheyenne is taller I than I am bitch. or about the I same am. height as I am. You're a little taller than me. You're six three. Period. Thank you for like, remembering. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm six two. Oh, shit. Still that's, a big bitch though. Yeah, still I am. very oh, tall. Yeah. I am yeah. five one. <gasps> what? Little petite thing. Oh my thing. god! I, I thought you were taller. No, I am small. Oh my goodness! I'm a small bitch. <laughs> I could literally throw you away. Yep. I wouldn't, but I could. Please throw her away. I appreciate that. Please don't I'm put me in the trash. Be known. <laughs> I'll join my raccoon family, I guess. <laughs> um, so we did ask Cheyenne to pick a couple numbers before we started the the interview, and that's going to correspond to some of the questions we're going to ask him. Mm-hmm. Um, Sydney, would you like to begin? Yes. Uh, okay. So, first question, which I'm glad it's the same every week because I forgot to pull up the questions because I'm silly. <laughs> um, but <laughs> do you pee in the shower? Absolutely. 100%. I pee in the shower and I do. Yes. What? Oh, what? Um, next question. <laughs> I can't. Uh... What? Um, Cheyenne, what's your relationship with your parents like? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Um, um, papa. Uh, it's there. You can, you can be, you can say whatever it's, you want to say about it. It's there. It's existing. Uh, I mean, I'm Mexican, obviously. I grew up Catholic. I am very gay and queer. So my mom's definitely not into that. So we definitely have some struggles in that regard. My dad, he's also there. I think he's more accepting of it. But as like a male that's like Mexican and like who actually kind of aligns more with the ideology of like what a man is, there's there's a lot of ways that we don't connect as well as we could, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's more accepting of the whole thing overall. That's that makes sense. It's surprising because in my brain, I'm not Hispanic. I'm very white. Yeah. But yeah. every Hispanic person that I've talked to about stuff like this, it's always the dad that's a little more accepting, which is surprising to me. Yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think the, the mothers just take like very actively their mother role and they want to like ensure they guide you in the right direction to what is in their eyes and their belief system. And then that's mm-hmm. more like, okay, like, well, like, what am I going to do? I guess that how, I guess that makes sense. How have I well, I guess this family with this gay Yeah, kid? yeah. I was gonna say. I guess also though, like traditionally speaking, the mother probably takes more of that responsibility, right? Like of raising Personal. and all of that stuff. So I guess that. Yeah. Kind of, no, I definitely do think there's a part of that. I think probably easier for the other parent to accept that when it's not like my fault, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like their yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I definitely think there's a component of that for sure. Interesting. 
Um, okay. The next question is a complete this sentence, fill in the blank style. Um, I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank. A one bedroom apartment in New York City. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> with a separate living space and a kitchen space. Just draw like a line, put some tape on the floor. Yes, <laughs> exactly. This is my side. This is your side. <laughs> yes. That's understandable. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. Um, so would you rather be half of your height or double your weight? Half of my height, for sure. Oh, she wants to be a petite I girl. Like they, I feel like this, it's not what it's up to be. I don't think people it's not that special i don't think height yeah six two you would be three one. Oh my god wait. yeah if you halved your height <laughs> <laughs> i did say i wasn't good with measurements right <laughs> that is a measurement mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're right hold on let me reconsider <laughs> what's twice as 168 that's so you'd like, be like 320 that's like something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's just a, this is challenging. If you halved your height, you wouldn't have to like reach stuff for people anymore. Yeah, but you couldn't reach anything yeah, either. Yeah, I would have to ask for help. Just climb. That's what I do. I just climb. Yeah, you're, you're still like two feet taller than he would be. I know. I you can comfortably sleep wherever you want see that sounds ideal i think i'm gonna do that and also like the idea of like being thrown around so just for that alone i think i want to do that one period i I understand yeah thank you exactly Hmm. (laughs) 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 okay anyways moving on (laughs) okay would you rather marry the most boring person that you know or the most intense and demanding person that you know? Oh, God. And call Wait, them that out. Oh, that are currently oh. in my life? Wait, what did you say about this? I'm, I said call them out, but you don't have to. Oh, my God. Like, in my life. So I know these people, right? The most boring yeah. person I know. Yeah. Oh, God. But you could also do it, like, metaphorically. Yeah. It's a hard question. Well, kind I of. know it it's is hard. hard. It's hard at face value, and then whenever I like thought about it for a second, I was like, "Never mind. This is an easy question for me." Wait, really? What's your answer? What's your answer I, yeah, go I would. I would go boring for sure. Really? I don't wanna, yeah, I don't want to deal with somebody being intense and demanding all the time. Piss me off. You can like adjust boring. I don't know. I play interesting, but I'm pretty boring. Yeah, yeah. See, I feel like if they're boring, then I will become the demanding person. Does that make sense? Like I'll be like, but they're they're not going to do it because they're boring. Eh, Mm. You don't. I mean, maybe. So I think I would do the other one. I think I would rather date a demanding person. Oh, okay. Yeah. So feel like I'm demanding. Like yeah. a challenge. Yeah. I mean, I always need to go to therapy, but I'll talk about <laughs> that. Yes, let's do that one. <laughs> okay. I love that. Thanks. 
Um, the last question before we do our reddits is, um, who do you compare yourself to? Beyonce, Giselle Noah's Carter. How, why, how do you how, stand why, up against her? Huh? That answer was just like locked and loaded, ready to go. Like <laughs> zero hesitation. <laughs> My God. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much comparison. I mean, my whole life, I, I grew up being compared to her. And that's just who I want to be and who I want to emulate. And, I mean, I have been told I look like her. So. Very similar, honestly. Ex- yeah, and we grew up together as well. So. Mm-hmm. And Blue Ivy is my half-sister. So, I think it's just, it's, it's fitting. It's wild. I love that. That's all I like, by the way, but. I could tell y'all look similar. <laughs> In my dreams. It's the legs, girl. It's them stallion it's the legs. legs. The Houston knees. Period. Houston knees. Her. It's that humidity. It keeps them loose. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So our next part of the podcast, we usually read Reddits and kind of discuss um, what's going on in them. Uh, Sydney, would you like to go first? Sure. So uh, this post I have is actually from r slash today I fucked up. And it's from user dance till we don't. It's a cute name. It's cute. I like it. Um, The title is Today I Fucked Up by Accidentally Getting Railed by My Cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's exactly the reaction that I wanted. Okay. Uh, Obligatory, this didn't happen today, but I was painfully reminded of the event after seeing him today. So, a while ago, I started using Tinder and other online dating sites. Going out with a few guys here and there, I met the cutest guy. He was hot. And, And she put, like... All caps, H-O-T, like spaced out. So like, hot, hot. We went on around three dates and got on so well. We started sleeping together. It was phenomenal. For our fourth date, he invited me to a party his family was throwing. Imagine our surprise when we got there and it's my fucking family. He goes, OP, this is my Auntie Adele. And I'm like, no, dude, this is my Auntie Adele. We found a... (laughs) We found a quiet table to sit whilst the re- realization dawned on us that we were, in fact, related. <laughs> I noped out of there and scrubbed the memory from my mind until today when I saw him at my, sorry, our granddad's funeral. And she put, ew, 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 I'm remortified all over again and I needed to get out. To clarify, this is my dad's side of the family. My dad disowned me when I was seven and most of his family didn't bother with me either. So there are a lot of people on that side that I don't know. They are? Yes. Okay. There was also an edit to update. Okay. okay. So uh, edit, edited to update to address the most asked questions. Yes, we are first cousins. Damn. I was yeah. going to be like, I hope for the best. Yes, we are first cousins. No, we didn't fuck again after finding out. People were like, are you still you still going? That's so funny. Um, I don't know if he told the family the truth or not, since I don't speak to any of them. My slash our granddad was the last person I had contact with on that side of the family. 
Um, and she put in parentheses, also it was only recently before his death. So hopefully I will continue to have nothing to do with the whole lot. Um, and uh, yeah, that was it. What do we think? Is this a real story? Do we think this is fake? Brandon's like, it, it could be real. Fight it, but he brought her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's tough. It's tough. I, yeah. I really okay. feel for them. Like, uh, could you imagine? Like, kind of. I don't, I don't really have, talk to my family that often. Yeah, that's what, like, I don't, my family is not like huge, like my extended families. So, like, I know all of my cousins and like oh. my aunts and uncles on both sides. So, like, I'm like, dang, that's crazy to think about. But there's a lot of people that have like big families that like don't know their families that well. And that's like a legitimate possibility. Yeah. I mean, I know my first cousins, so I don't see how, well, yeah, it's, uh, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Like, okay. So this is dad's side. So they, I'm, she didn't like recognize the last name or like, well, I guess she hurt. She was maybe it's like a yeah, and may, and maybe it's just like a common ish yeah. name too. Maybe. You know, like it's like a Smith. You're like, okay, yeah, that's right. tough. Or like a a Johnson. My heart goes out to her. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like she's like they've gone on like a couple dates and they're Three like days. getting along really well and. That it's and like, oh, catch good for him, yep. good for them. I mean, that's, that's tough, but I don't, I she shouldn't like take it too hard. It was an accident, yeah. If it was a, yeah, everybody does some weird shit every once in a while, yeah. You didn't make a kid together, it could be way worse, yeah, for sure. That is true, that would be might terrible. be a, a little traumatizing, but. Yeah, it sounds like she's traumatized. Yeah, she does sound pretty, like, fucked up. Yeah, it's just, like... I just don't think she should be. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's pretty, like... I would be pretty, like, at first, but I think eventually you're just kind of like, you know what, and it's... It is Yeah, you didn't know. Like, it felt good. Like, she said it was good. She said it was good. Yeah, she said it was... what you need, girl. what you need. She said it was phenomenal. And she said he was hot. Hot. I think that's probably what's killing her the most. Yikes. R.A.P. R.A.P. Yeah. I thought that so was So my funny. Reddit is... I have two. Which one am I feeling more? So this one's kind of a serious question. Oh, okay. um, it's from the Reddit Ask Reddit. I'm not going to read the username because I'm going to butcher it. Um, the title was what event in your life still messes you up to this day? Um, uh, what are we talking like? Whatever you want it to mean. Mine's I have like a morbid one. Do it. Go for it. I went to go, uh, I left, so when I was in high school, when my dad was sick, I, um, I had the last period off, 
So I would, I left early every day and I, I left school early and then I drove to his boathouse, which was about like 30 minutes from uh, where I lived. Um, like, you know, just to do like my regular old, like, you know, checking in, whatever. Um, and I like got there and I went up the stairs and I saw like, you go up the stairs and then like his bedroom is to the left. And I saw, and there was like a mirror and I saw like a reflection of like his feet on like the floor. I thought that dude was real dead. Big dead. He wasn't dead. But I was like, oh, my dad's dead. Mm-hmm. And I what think about it. And a like lot. what did you do then? Did you run into it? Like like Uh it set the house on fire. Yeah. And then moved <laughs> uh-huh. on. No, Logic. I just I just I mean I, to be honest, I've had like more than one moment similar to that with both parents where I've like walked in on like a scene and was like, bitch is dead. And mm. so it it was pretty like I just kept 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 going and went in there and was like, you know, and then just dealt with it. And he was he wasn't dead. He just Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was it was fine. But I did have to like call the like fire department to come help me get him back in bed because I'm small. I cannot lift mm. that man. And he was like yeah. not really like he couldn't really like get up and walk on his own so there was no not like he could help me yeah yeah Hmm. that one definitely like me though a little bit that's really scary i feel like i've thought about like parents passing away which is like completely terrifying in itself but for you to like actually experience it in a more realistic way it's like really scary it's kind of like surreal. It's almost like weird. You're like that. That happened. Like I'll just yeah, like imagine yeah. it. I'll like picture it randomly. I'll just like doing something, and then I'll just like flash in my brain. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> intrusive thought. Intrusive thought. Get out of here. Actually, go away. Like. Go away. Scram. Okay. Anybody else? <laughs> Who's next? <Brandon. laughs> Um, so there was one time my 20, oh, 26th birthday, 20, 20, probably 26, I think maybe 25. Um, we had my birthday at one of the breweries in Houston and it was like one of those like random, super cold days. Um, so my birthday's in April, so like in April in Houston is already almost summer temperature everywhere else. Yep. But it was like s- super cold, and no one dressed appropriately, um, because it's April in Houston. And my dad has had COPD, um, chronic obstructive pulmonary disorder, respiratory um, disease, and when it would get cold, he would really struggle to breathe. Um, well, we're walking to the car. Everything's done. He's kind of not feeling good. So we leave a little early. Um, we're walking to the car and my dad is like stumbling over himself to the point that he's like huffing and puffing. Like we get him into the car and he like almost passes out. And so we call 911 and he's like progressively getting worse. And as like a health professional, I'm recognizing that this is not good. Yeah. But I'm also like, I have no supplies. I have nothing to, to help. 
my mom and sister in the car. I don't want to freak them out. And my mom and sister are like, is he going to be okay? What's going on? And I'm like, and um, he's like really struggling to breathe. He's like not really responding. And then um, is it called like agonal breathing? Like the, Oh yeah. Where they're like, they're really trying man and yeah. they're not breathing it's yeah. like That's just a air pressure making noises really scary sound yeah he was like actively dying and i was like i i can't do anything <sighs> i am frozen Aww. in this moment because what i could have done is pull him out of the car and started cbr on him in front of my yep. mom and sister that was that legitimately is the only thing you could. But I was like, I'm just hoping and oh. I'm like lying to myself that that's not what's happening. Right. <laughs> Even though in my head, I'm like, this is what's happening. Yep. On my birthday in the parking no. lot of, oh of Carbide. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, well, ambulance people finally get there. Ambulance people, the EMTs finally get there. <laughs> um, Get him in the ambulance, take him to the hospital. He's in the hospital for a couple weeks. Gets out. He almost died on my birthday. But I think about that a lot. Because I'm like, I wish I could have acted on that. But I was really just frozen. Because I was like, I I don't want this to happen right now. So I'm going to pretend like it's not. Oh my god. So I think about that sometimes. Will? Cheyenne? <laughs> I, have a side, I have a side story to piggyback off of you after Cheyenne goes. Go for it. Go for it now. No? It's, it's a quickie. I guess I can. I can yeah. do it real quick. Um, the other day, uh, Spencer oh, had to perform CPR on a random person in a waiting room somewhere. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh, like he wasn't even at work or anything. Um, Cheyenne Spencer is my brother and he's a doctor, but he's an, an eyeball doctor. Um, oh. He does like eyeball surgeries and stuff. So like, you know, um, so did, like emergent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he, yeah. Like he, they, he, I don't know where he was, but he was somewhere and he was like, yeah, this guy got turned blue and I couldn't get a pulse. Mm. And so I had to do CPR and it was like a very, I asked him about it. I was like, are you traumatized? Cause I'm like, I'm like terrified of having to do CPR at some point and, my career and it's like not not it um and he was like no it was it was actually very uneventful cpr thankfully it was like for like 30 seconds and then he like came back and then the ambulance got there and he was able just to be like okay you're not mine anymore but he was like yeah it was still a little crazy though because uh i he was like i've lucked out every other Every other like event like that, I've always lucked out because there's always been somebody else around that was more appropriate to perform those, yeah. like to perform CPR. And I was yeah. like, that freaks me out that there is some scenarios where I am the one that is appropriate. The more I am, the more appropriate Bro, person. Do you know how many times that I and think I about like, that oh. at football <laughs> games or basketball games <laughs> where I'm Dude, like, I'm gonna have to do CPR for. 20 every minutes time. in the middle of this court while people are videoing me. I think about it like every game at some point, even if it's for like this, just a split second. It <sighs> always, I, I always, like if you're laying mind. down for too long. 
I'm like, fuck. Like, okay, well, this is it. I'm always ready to cut off a jersey and like, let's go. Oh my god. But yeah, I, I just I freeze. Random. Um, Crazy. Okay. So, what was the question again? There's a specific <laughs> word. There's a specific word that I I I got the gist of the question. But the what event in your life still messes you up to this day? Messes me up to this day. So it doesn't have to be like traumatic. Like thing. It doesn't have to be traumatic. It can be like a relationship uh, thing. Yeah. We're just really traumatic people, so. I tried to come up with something, but I'm going to go with the first thing that I thought of when I heard the question. Uh, do you remember Sexy Bag by Justin Timberlake? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think that song came out when I was like, I was just <laughs> immigrated to the United States. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like learning English and like it came out. I remember seeing the video and I was like, or I think I heard it on the radio and I was like, why is he singing about having a sexy back? Like, oh, why man. is this like even playing on the radio? And it wasn't until like years later that I realized that he's talking about like sexiness being gone and he's like bringing it back to the present. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I love your answer so much. Much it more is, fun. It's so honestly. sweet. Yeah. Oh my God. You don't know, but like it messed me up. I was like, wait. That is really funny. Like, I, it was, uh, I literally was so confused. I was like, why is he talking about a sexy back? And I was young, so like I still had like not experienced or like fully like sexualized right. myself. So just like ruined yeah. your life. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like trying to think of a non-traumatic answer for this. I know, me this. too. I was like And I kind of have one. I'm oh, gonna tell you. Go for it. Oh my god, I wanna hear it. Not. Yeah. Go for it. So I was talking to this guy. Um he lived nearby. Really cute Hispanic guy, had a degree, had like his life coming together. Um, we went on a date. It was really nice. Like I was, I was vibing and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm interested in pursuing something with this person. And it was probably like date number two. And we're coming to the end of the date and we're just talking about stuff. And he goes, yeah, it's been really fun hanging out with you. And I go, yeah, it has been. He's like, but you know, I'm not interested in a relationship, right? And I was like, oh. And then we went back to my apartment and had sex. And then I blocked him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh... (laughs) But I was like, man, I really, I really did like that guy. Wait, who did you guys know? That sucks. Scruff, one of the uh, things. Got yeah, it. An app. But like, it was, you know, when you're like talking to someone, it's like more yeah. than just like, yes, yes, yes. It's it's yeah. not like, how's your day? It's like, oh, like you have like about, legitimate conversations. It's like talking about your dreams. Yeah, about, it's like, what's like, your sun sign? What's your moon sign? What's your rising sign? You know, like, like those are real yeah. questions. Real questions that give you real data. Scientific data about your compatibility. <laughs> exactly. Data. I agree. Oh my God. But yeah, I was really funny. air quotes heartbroken about that one. You Aww. were heartbroken. And I think we've all been there. Yeah. And that's why I'm still celibate to this day. 
Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> My child of God. Same. Very much the same. <sighs> that was a good question. Thanks. That was good. Mm. Um, do you want to do another Reddit? Do you want to do dump their ass? What What's the vibe, Sid? Um, I I have another Reddit that I think could be kind of quick. Okay, we can let's do. do it. Um, it's from our slash relationship advice, and the user is strawberry underscore flower thirteen. Period. Love that. That's my new the, drag name, actually. Hell yeah. <laughs> the the question is: Would you be fine with friends making out in front of you, or would you be no, uncomfortable? It's gross. There's a there's a story. Well, like a, yeah. Uh, she she says, "I twenty five female was at a friend's twenty four female." house with her and her boyfriend i had breakfast with them and they put on a movie and she put in in parentheses no they don't live together about halfway through the movie i turned around and i saw them laying oh oh i didn't realize they were laying it got worse i saw them laying on the couch slowly and passionately making out i'm assuming they thought that i wouldn't notice since i was on the couch in front of them but i felt extremely uncomfortable like i needed to leave he's right yeah that's disrespectful. That's that gross. Is it's just inconsiderate. It's just, I was thinking my answer is like, okay, it depends on the context. If there's yeah. more people around, sure, like I can literally just go to someone else and you guys can do your thing, whatever. Yeah. But it's just the three of them. Like, yeah. That, that's just inconsiderate. And like, they were, when I first read this, I, I guess I missed the part that they were laying down. And not mm-hmm. that it's that much better if they were sitting up making out like passionately and ridiculously but like the fact that they were also like laying down is just like so much worse i also would have thought that these were like teenagers not yep 24 25 year olds i think like cheyenne said i think it's kind of situational because like if these are all gay people like is that that abnormal sometimes no (laughs) but like these are straight people that's even more weird it's yeah. And then like you're not drunk. No. Not, they just like, they just had breakfast and they were watching a movie. Even more bacon breath? Like y'all what? really making out watching The Lion King after breakfast? Not about it. I love the Lion King. I know. Yeah, I um block them. Yeah, that's hardcore. Like I'm already like Or join them. I don't know. Honestly. Or join them. Ooh, that could I mean that was their plan. Maybe that been. was the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ponder. It takes a lot of courage to get into an FFM situation. I just like making out in front of other people is too much for me. I understand. I don't want to make out with somebody if there's like people around. Like I'll hmm. I'll kiss you, but I don't want to like blah, 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 you know? Like it might, you know? I'm only gonna do that if they're giving me money. If you're gonna tip, maybe. Well, depends on money on the tip. table. No, thank you. Yeah, I could maybe be persuaded with some cash, but just generally speaking, you know. Yeah, like it wasn't a peck. They weren't just pecking. Like they were going at it. They were, yeah. Was like, like, like they pa- were passionately making out. Yeah. No. This for them. Good for them. Bad for the friend. Mm, yeah. yeah, bad for the friend. 
I would have also, I would have left. Um, me too. Like, how do you, like, I would just be like, okay, awkward. time for me to go now. Yeah. Like, Bye. Yeah, no. Like, y'all want more eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Any condoms? <laughs> do, do you need me to step out? Yeah, no. Seriously. It really does. I keep, like, I keep, like, thinking about the post, and I just keep, like, picturing it being teenagers, and, and it's they weren't. They were adults. Yeah. Because I think that's definitely a thing that, like, teenagers would do. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do my dump their ass. And this one is kind of silly. Um, okay. I might not read it all because it's a good chunk of a paragraph with no substance. Um, it's from the advice Reddit. Um, the user's name is something I don't know how to say and I'm not going to waste my time. Um, the title is, I have a crush while in a relationship. Gosh. Um, I saw that one, but I didn't read it. It's not worth the read. Um, oh. I need Good. some real advice. I, a 16-year-old female, love my boyfriend, 15-year-old male, so much that recently, around six months ago, I started working... Oh, wait. But, excuse me, recently, around six months ago, I started working and I met a really cool guy. They're just about one year older than me. I find him really attractive. He's so interesting to talk to. And lately, I found myself thinking about him a lot. I'm really confused. Um, I couldn't imagine not being with my boyfriend, but I just think the possibility of being with like, this guy seems so good. It's hard to choose as I cannot imagine losing all my friends if I choose him as most of my friends come from my boyfriend. I try not to think about this guy a lot, but it feels impossible. I feel like it would be better with this guy. But I don't know, and I don't want to throw away my relationship for something new. My boyfriend has a lot of flaws that I choose to accept. He's younger and a lot more immature, and we rarely have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation like I do with this guy. <laughs> I have no idea where to go from here. What? One year. The other guy's one year older than her. Yeah, so a 17 So he's much more immature. Way more mature. That's really okay. funny. Let me consider. What, what advice are y'all giving this girl? I think she needs oh. to do some soul searching. Yeah. Just. <laughs> You're I 12. She, yeah, I think she needs nothing to. Nothing matters. <laughs> with a guy, stay yeah. single until she's 21 and preferably like graduated from college. Um, and preferably, she should stay away from men until she's 30. I think that's just for the best. Interesting. I would say almost every issue in the world started because of a man. Yes. Prove me yeah. wrong. That's exactly what I was thinking about that girl that hooked up with her cousin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was it that she didn't know. <laughs> but Literally I didn't want to say the devil it. tempted her. Exactly. Yeah, I think she should just um, dump this dump this little boy and all of his flaws that she's chosen to accept because she's. 12 and when, nothing matters it's fine when you're 16 you should yeah. not be accepting flaws there was yeah honestly was comedian, and i wish i could give her credit i don't remember who it was but i remember the joke because i really liked it and she compared dating um to a box of kleenex and when you're young you'll like 
take the Kleenex and use it like whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll go from guy to guy to guy and it doesn't matter. And it's not until you get older when there's like just a couple left in the box that you have to decide which of the ones left is worth it. And you're like carefully digging them out. Like, yeah, carefully picking the tissue out of the box. And you're like, oh, I don't want to get rid of this one. This one likes me too much. But, you know, I think I can deal with it. Versus when you're younger, you should be throwing those tissues. Like, yeah, throw them away. If a guy isn't good for you at 16, there's going to be 500 more men. Yeah. Get out of here. And women have a way longer expiration date than men do. Women yeah. stay pretty for a long time. Men get yeah. like milk. They get ugly really fast. Ew. Yeah. Look at me. But Shut I'm still up. beautiful. Yeah. You are. You're pretty. But no one could compare. Never. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she should definitely just it's not that she's thinking way too hard about this. Just We are advise her to date the mature gentleman that she's considering. Um, uh, I advise you to find like a 50 plus year old man with oh, like a mansion. Money. Yeah. 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 That's who she should pursue. Not a 17 year old. Yeah. That's fair. I guess. That's really true. The closer oh. he is to death, the better. Like if she's looking for matureness, that's the direction she needs to go. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if your life isn't, you're not trying to be Anna Nicole Smith. You're not trying hard enough. You know what? Yeah, that's I. That's fair. That's fair. I feel that. Agreed. Period. <sighs> I hope she's well, doing well. Same. Yeah. I wish we like had like a. I wish we knew how the story ended. I mean, she's 16. I'm sure she just breaks up with her boyfriend and talks to the 17 year old until he. Until she breaks up with him again in six months. Yeah. Or yep. until she finds out he's got a girlfriend. Oh! <laughs> Spicy. Because men oh. ain't shit. Men okay. ain't shit. Men ain't shit. Uh, all right. So my dump their ass is from r slash dating advice. And it's user. I don't know what that says. Um, <laughs> the title is... Is his behavior justified or a red flag? I would like to go ahead and... Oh! Red flag. Oh. Goodbye, Brandon. Oh. He'll be back Bye, in a Brandon. second. Okay, my but answer yeah. is red flag. I was going to say, I would like to go ahead and take, <laughs> take some votes. <laughs> back. Hey, welcome back. Thanks. I uh, was really <laughs> scared there for a second. <laughs> It was like, blah, 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 and I went fuck. And then so what did me. what did you uh, what did you like? Not did you hear the title? No, I okay. heard you go. Oh, I don't know his name, or I don't know how oh, to okay. say their name. Yeah, got you, got you, got you. Um, so the title is: Is his behavior justified or a red flag? And you want me to answer now? Yeah, I want to go ahead and take red flag. Votes now. Yet. Yep. <laughs> Everyone, everyone votes red flag. Okay, great. So, <laughs> I like the overarching uh, theme of this session. <laughs> um, okay. I, 19 female, went on a Tinder date last week with a guy. Let's call him T. Um, 22 male. Side note 
When I was in high school, I dated a guy that went by T, and my brothers, to this day, still make fun of me for it. Good. Yep. Capital T? Yep. If any guy goes by a single letter, it's probably a red flag. <laughs> Jay-Z? Uh, That's all right. two. That is two, oh, yeah. Z is uh, the last. Yeah. No. Okay, anyway, moving on. Yes. T-, T and I went to a bar and ended up there for almost seven hours. What? Girl, it's trade t- him in. That's a red flag already. <laughs> so, so I, if you can't tell, I skimmed this story. Uh, okay. Wow. Seven hours till closing, 3 a.m. I had a really good time. He was really sweet, and I genuinely really like him. It was probably one of the best dates I've had, and the first time in a long time, I've questioned... Whether what if I could be in a relationship again? Oh, like if she's ready, got it. Yeah, I was telling my guy best friend about this date, and he said it was a huge red flag that this happened. Once our bar tab was closed, we went outside to smoke, and he kissed me. We then made out right in front of the bar windows, and he was pulling my shirt up. Oh. Mm-hmm. And okay, this is also not written very well. When his hands were underneath fondling my boobs. Okay. He ended up putting his hand in my pants, but I expressed that we weren't going to hook up tonight. And he expressed that he was down to do it in the parking lot because yeah. neither of neither of us had a car with us because we were drinking. Oh, that's good. Yep. He didn't push and we just continued to make out and feel each other up. We shared an Uber and ended up making out in the Uber as well, which I thought was a little strange, but nothing more than that. My guy best friend thinks this is a huge red flag that the guy would do so much PDA in front of an open bar's windows and then in the Uber too. Is this a red flag or am I overthinking it? Uh, uh, I think that's gross. Is it a red flag or... I think there's someone out there who is obsessed with that. Yeah, it's not me though. Raise yeah. his hand. I think there there's like what is it, voyeuristic people who like want to be who wanna show off, who wanna like be doing all that yeah. that business. And if that's you girl, get after it. Let him touch your boobies in front of everybody. But like Like on a first date. I mean, uh, see. That I feel like that um, stuck is stuck his hands drinking. in her drunk. pants. That yeah. is uh, they're drunk. And he didn't go Stop. he stopped. He stopped when she yeah. asked him to stop. Yeah. Yeah. There's, they didn't cross. There's a lot of like ways that this could go. I wouldn't I think it's a red flag at this point. And as a red flag, that simply just means watch out for this for the second date and the third date if there's another one and yeah, see how yeah. that goes. Yeah. In that it's sense. Not, it's not enough to shut it all the way down. Correct. I think it also depends on what her goal is, which she didn't really say. Like, are you looking for something serious? Are you looking for something more like casual hookup e type? thing because if that's the case then like you do like whatever go for it but well she mentioned that she is now that this was the guy that was now making her rethink the possibility of dating again yeah. right yeah but and also think you're giving the the like within the the eye or the context within like 
heterosexual couples where you are trying to pass off as like, oh, like I don't do that, blah, 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 mm-hmm. which is something that a lot of people in the community that I belong in does, don't really abide by those rules. So I think yeah. that's also interesting to consider. Yeah. Because like if it was me and if it's like if I was on a first date and that's kind of like what would happen, I would be like, okay, so this guy just wants to hook up with me. Like that's the, you know, it's not, we're not trying to like. I wouldn't think that. Right. Yeah. I would be like, okay, like he's really into me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm somewhere in the middle. Like there's a, there's a situation where all of this would happen and I'd still be cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. At this point in my journey as an adult, as a 30 year old gay man in a long-term yeah. relationship, if I went on a first date with someone and it acted like that, it would be done. Yeah. But at 22, 23, 24, that'd be like, Oh wow. He's really into me. Mm. Period. <laughs> Touch yeah. my boobies. It's fine. <laughs> oh, well. Yep. Yeah, I think like not for me. I'm not into that. But I I agree, it's not a full um, like shutdown. I think sh- yeah, it's not a hard stop. I don't think. Yeah, it's just as, as a seven hours. Seven at hours the at the bar. So the conversation must have been good. Must have been yeah, good enough, I guess. But that's like eight or seven to two. Huh. Seven hours at a bar. So if yeah. the bar closes at two, and if you're in Texas, that'd be five. It'd be like you got to the bar at seven. You started yeah, vibing. Yeah. Which actually then it transitioned to nighttime. Bad. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. When I heard it's first a lot. Says, yeah, it's a lot, but it doesn't sound unrealistic. Yeah. But yeah, I, like you're, I think I've you're right. They, five plus hour dates. Yeah. 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 Like obviously there was something there <clears> to keep, like enough there to keep them there for seven hours. Yeah, I you think the, the guy friend is definitely taking it to the extreme. I don't think I would tell her, hey, like, this is a huge red flag. You need to stop seeing him. Well, like, I feel like the guy friend that she was mentioning. Wait. Maybe maybe he's into her. I know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yes. I'm in love with her. Yes. And he's he like, no, it's a red flag. We figured it so- out, guys. Men are we so solved. selfish. I can't. Yeah, we solved Men the are crime. Selfish. Mm-hmm. Oh God. But I could never date a woman. Um, no, you could not. <laughs> um, are you guys ready for shitty lady shout out? Yes. Okay. Um, I'll start. Um, my shitty is so like we've been playing volleyball. I did not take a break. I know, guys, I'm a fucking hypocrite. Um, but my like knee's really been bothering me recently. And it's oh. like not the knee that always bothers me. So I'm like, damn, am I fucking up both my knees? Oh, Which is mm. like why I should never be a middle. Period. Are we middling? Yes. What? Girl, when the rest of the team is five six, what else am I gonna do? No man. L O L. Are you middling? Uh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm always middling. Why are you, you laughing? Don't, you don't want to be a libero? A setter? Oh, fuck no. That's oh. like, means I actually have to work. 
I just want to stand there in the center of the core, like a center of a stage, and serve a look. Hell yeah. <laughs> Never jump. Just serve a look. Nope, because I don't have I to. I love that. I'm so over you. But my shitty is my knee hurts. Um, my Liddy is I tried on my outfit for Saturday. Ooh. Um, we have an end of season party. Um, yes, I heard Tried on my outfit. It looks pretty good. I still have to find a freaking red necklace to finish the look. Um, but it looks sickening. Period. Hell yeah. Um, and then I want to shout out um my uh makeup artist who does my face because I don't have any skills. Oh. Um, her drag name is La Teresa or La Teresa. Um, and if you want to call her, I love that. Yeah, yes. she's Hispanic. She's wonderful. She's from okay. um, the Valley in Texas. Wow. Um, her Instagram's La Teresa 00. Follow her. She turns a look. Plus, oh, I yeah. screen. Check her out on season 17 of RuPaul's Drug Race. Yes. You heard it here first. Hell heard yeah. First. I love that. Well, my shitty is really just that i have to like pack for uh my padre trip because <laughs> i i get i dude i stress myself out whenever i go out of town because i oh, just, my shitties i get to go on a vacation oh, <laughs> i just get so stressed i'm like i have to do i just like make this huge like laundry list of things that I'm like, I have to do mm-hmm. all of these things before I leave. It's like, you would think that I was leaving for Aww. like a month and not I four days. Brandon, why are you making that face? You could have come. You were invited. <laughs> Y'all didn't want to find a room for me. It's fine. Made a choice. You're a big boy. I've got to perform, this. baby. I'm a woman. Check the Get crown. Just booked Brand. and busy. Booked and Brand. busy. Anyways, uh, my Liddy is that, <laughs> Shut the- I hate him. My Liddy is that while we were uh, shopping earlier, I found these two really cute, like vintage crop tops. Um, and one was like a pink Floyd shirt and the other one was like a Def Leppard one. And they were super cute. So I bought them and I'm excited to wear them. Um, yes. And my shout out is actually going to go to uh, Brie because she volunteered to drive us. There we go. So, oh yeah. All right, so my turn. Um, uh, what was Shetty Liddy? My Shetty is that, oh my God, I have so much sleep tab. I want to like knock out for like 12 hours and like mm-hmm. wake up feeling rejuvenated, like invested, uh, rested, and just, you know, get that sleep. I want to sleep so bad. Um, my Liddy is that I finally unpacked like the last two boxes I had from moving like literally yesterday and that was very euphoric to just mm-hmm. throw them away and be done with officially moving yes and shout out i would like to give it to gotham volleyball for throwing the best end of season party i have ever attended to period so. Fun. So they had an open bar this <gasps> volleyball organization somehow had an open bar at an event. What? And, like, it was wild. That's crazy. And um, uh, for anybody listening, the first 25 people that show up to Ripcord, they're going to get a, a, a drink ticket. 
So beat that, Gotham. Not that. Campbell said. What? What did Naomi Campbell said once? Wasn't Naomi Campbell? She says she doesn't compete where she doesn't compare. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Baby, show me Miss Miss Gotham. I bet she was not as sickening as me. I'm, You're talking. To you her. know what? Our interview's over. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hi. This is Miss Gotham speaking. <laughs> do y'all do that? Do y'all have a no, Miss Gotham? Don't. I don't think so. No, we don't. You need to do it. I know. I think it's a good idea, but also, I mean, <sighs> New York City is so. There's enough drag queens. Yes, there's so much drag. In order maybe to like support like local drag, why not mm. invest in like already existing drag queens? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did you know Britta Filters from uh, New York? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Did you know Jan is from New York? I I have heard that. And Jan's Jasmine Master too. No, Jasmine just Master's from just, New York? Jasmine Kennedy. <laughs> Jasmine Kennedy. Sorry, I'm still grasping the full English language. Mm, yeah. <laughs> ESL, tough. Oh, yeah, well. it's a little difficult, challenging, as you can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo no sé mañana. Yo no sé ayer. Ay, Dios mío. Um, Como la flor. Sí. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo no sé mañana. I'm trying to Yo think no of other Spanish mañana. songs I know. I'm running out. Um, Are you watching Drag Race Spain? Did you see the finale? Uh, So I haven't seen the finale. I haven't caught up to this season. It's a little wonky this season, in my humble opinion. Yeah, the season isn't as good as the first season. Uh, The first season was everything. Uh, Carmen Ferrala, period. No question. So good. Um, And I hated Killer Queen. Yeah. Hated I, I, I don't want to say I hated her. I definitely prefer the other top two people in the top three. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for coming, Cheyenne. We do really do appreciate it. Um, would you like to shout out anything? Maybe your Instagram and TikTok? Yes. Thank you for having me, by the way. Yeah. Very Thanks for hanging out with us. Of course. And then to everyone listening, you can follow me and see how fully unattractive I am and how it doesn't match to anything that Brandon has said. Mm-hmm. At Whatever. C H A Y K N E E E. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can follow our Twitter and Instagram at perished underscore PP. You can email us your questions or comments or fun videos or pictures at perish parent posse at gmail.com um hey y'all thanks for living adios high five for existing bye